Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today in the world of nut butter. Yum. Wait till you see the flavors of this company. I'm so excited. Um, I, when I was researching the product, I mean, I'm not usually like an almond butter guy, but our household is. And so when I saw coffee, almond, cinnamon roll, almond, I mean, I just was like, okay, I'm, I'm willing. I'm in. I'm, I'm willing to try it. So um, you guys are going to be loving the food we're talking about today. Abby Kircher's on. Um, she <laughs> leads an amazing company called Abby's Better Nut Butter. Abby, it's so great having you on the podcast. Thank you, Justin. I'm excited to be on as well. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here. Um, and like I said, I, I just I'm excited about your brand. I love the packaging. I love the flavors. Um, and I'm jumping way ahead. I know, but um, we're going to unpack all that today. No pun intended. And uh, yeah, I may be a nut butter convert after today. Um, oh, perfect. That's I'm, the goal. I think it's awesome. I can't wait. So, all right, let's start with this. I'd love to begin here. Talk about your background before you started the company. Like, What, what were you doing before you started Abby's Better? Yeah. So I always kind of laugh when people ask me my background because the truth is the only background I had before Abby's Better was high school. <laughs> I <started laughs> All right, the there company. we go. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I started the company when I was 15, actually. That was the first time I created the product. So I was still in high school, taking the standard classes. I mean, I had no work experience, certainly no business experience. Um, but I just created the products in my kitchen because I was really starting to get into health and fitness. And I've always been a big foodie. And one of my favorite foods at the time was peanut butter. I Yum. ate it. Yes. I ate on literally everything, <laughs> anything oh I could God. put my hands on, I would eat it with peanut butter or really just with a spoon. Um, Yum. And one day I looked at the peanut butter label and I was like, wow, this has like so much added sugar and so many peanut oils, and just ingredients I was trying to stay away from. Right. Um, so I just thought to myself, I was like, well, I'll make my own. I will grab a food processor, some nuts, some natural sweeteners like fruits and honey. And that is really how the company was created, which is crazy <laughs> to think about. I was by literally in my kitchen, whipping up my own nut butters. And I started to use cashews, pecans, and almonds versus peanuts. Wow. And at the time, almond butter was fairly popular, but I hadn't heard of any cashew or pecan butter. So I created my first cashew and pecan butter flavors and was just amazed at how good it tasted for being so healthy and so pure. So I shared it with friends and family got their feedback, got their opinions, and people would just rave about it. They came up <laughs> to me, they asked me where they could buy it. And it was like, around the time in my kitchen. I, yeah, no, <laughs> right. I like literally you can buy it from me, come to my house. <laughs> right. Um, and I approached my mom, who's now COO and my partner <laughs> nice. in crime. I love it. And I said, let's start a business called Abby's Better just to sell at different farmers markets locally. Um and then it really snowballed into something much bigger than we had ever expected That's it to. So amazing. All right. So I've got lots of questions. So um, cool. So you're mixing product in your kitchen. It tastes great. People, you're, you're sharing it with friends. They're loving it. Where can we get some of this? At what point did you 
say, okay, I'm going to actually package this. I'm going mm. to figure out how to like take it to a farmer's market where it's not, you know, what are you going to put it in a bag? Like, how did you figure that out initially? Yeah. So the summer of 2015 and I am pretty sure I was packaging the butter that I was making in like, I would clean out peanut butter jars. And <laughs> Perfect. And then put that. yours in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It. exactly. Um, and that was before I really had decided to make a company. That was just, I was trying to figure out how to store this stuff because so many people wanted to try it. Right. And I think it was after getting such tremendous feedback about what I was making from different people and people who I knew would give me their honest opinions. Like people didn't have to say they wanted to purchase it. Like they truly right. were interested in a better for you, non peanut nut butter. And it was quite literally an aha moment. One random day, summer of 2015, when I thought to myself, Oh, like college is coming up. I'm think of ways to really stand out because at the time college, that was my future. That was my goal, sure. what I wanted to do. Uh, so that's when I thought, Oh, what if I company and sold this stuff at a farmer's market and our local farmer's market in Davidson is a very popular farmer's market, had tons of traffic all the time. So that was when I approached my mom and we started selling locally just to kind of see to how try it, it goes. Right. Well, just try it out. Exactly. And it was tremendous, the response from customers. And that was such a weird experience being <laughs> right. at a farmer's market, at a booth, right. selling With my own product. product and, from the yeah, kitchen. my own product in little jars. And we had to move to a commercial kitchen in Charlotte. And it really just kept growing and kept snowballing into a business. And yeah, okay. So <laughs> I love it. So how did you figure out the commercial kitchen? How did you figure out packaging, you know, beyond using old peanut butter jars? Like what did you have to get help with that? Or like, what? Yeah. Did, how did you figure that out? Yeah. So um, Google was a tremendous ah, help. Perfect. <laughs> we, we, re we researched a ton. We read tons of books on packaging, you know, FDA requirements, what we could do, what we couldn't do. We ended up going to a, a manufacturing facility or a commercial kitchen because we have a dog, Rocco, and you can't sell out of the kitchen where there is an animal, of course. Dog. Yeah, yeah, where there's That's a funny. dog. So we're like, okay. So we just started researching commercial kitchens in our area. We happened to find one. Um, they were using it for their own small family business and they would let us come on off hours and we would just bring our kitchen food processors to this place and, and whip it up hours upon hours and... There's a picture that my mom and I were looking at the other day, and it's us in that first ever uh, commercial kitchen, just looking like wrecks in our little <laughs> aprons and our little you know food processors, just killing ourselves to make this product for the farmers markets. And wow. it's it's crazy to just reminisce on. Um, That's really really like, cool. I love yeah. that. Um, and then what about packaging? So you, you're, you got the kitchen to make more, you know, productionalized product, I'll call it, um, and get the right mix and flavors. What about packaging? What, and what flavors did you start with? Yeah. So, you know, when we were thinking about packaging, you know, we had to really consider what we could afford at the time, which wasn't much. So we went with this plastic jar, this now BPA free plastic jar. Um, also because some of the more higher end nut butters, their glass jar, which might look nice, but they're not really ideal. They can break easily. If I'm to drop 
my jar of nut butter, I don't want it to shatter everywhere, not to mention it's a lot heavier. Um, so I just preferred this, you know, 12 ounce plastic jar. Sure. Um, and you know, we still exact same size style jar we use to this day. Uh, so <laughs> glad it's what I picked in the beginning. Um, and that's really just kind of what we went with. And it's funny because it's not as tall. It's a, a shorter jar compared to the traditional nut butter jar. And at the farmer's market, we would get some people come up and say, oh, is this is this a lotion? Is this oh, like, do I put this on my oh, hands? And you're like, oh, no, don't do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like, you know, because it's shorter, you're right. People might think that that is it. But then when you yeah. look at the label, it's obviously not. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. And then what about flavors? You got pecan butter, date pecan butter, French toast yeah. pecan butter, strawberry, cashew butter, coconut. But I mean, tons, oh my God. Tons of flavors. The first five I created in my kitchen that we still have to this day is date pecan, coconut cashew, strawberry cashew, honey almond, and coffee almond. Oh my God. So two almond butters, two cashew butters, and a pecan butter. And interestingly enough, date pecan, which... Again, we've been selling right. it since the beginning. It tastes like pecan pie in a jar. It is Yum. delicious. It has only three ingredients, dates, pecans, and pink Himalayan salt. Right. And it is to this day our top seller. It was our top wow. seller day one, and to this day is still our top seller. Yeah, I noticed it's got the most reviews. Um, now, mm -hmm. how did you come up with those flavors, the first five? First five? Uh Quite literally, I sat down and I thought to myself, what would taste good? You know, I had <laughs> right. some dried. Yeah, I know. I had some dried fruits. <laughs> you know, I had these different nuts to work with. And of course, and I knew certain fruits would be more sour without added sugar. Certain fruits would have just a more smoother taste, smoother texture. And I think I started with about 15 recipes and narrowed it down to those top five because all of them really it's amazing you wouldn't think that they don't have any added sugar they're they're so delicious they're a sweet treat um but they're also not overpowering and so I used freeze-dried strawberries for the strawberry cashew you know unsweetened dried coconut and they were all ingredients that I could easily get that are very healthy have minimal ingredients um that I could just add and they ended up working. Wow. Amazing. Now, when did you know it was working? In other words, it's one thing to sell at a farmer's market and people loving it. And I guess you were probably selling some pretty good numbers there, but like, when did mm -hmm. you go, okay, I think we actually have something here. I don't need to go to college. I'm going to build this business. Like, what did that, mm -hmm. like, was there a turning point or was there a point where you guys were like, okay, yeah, mom's like, yeah, yeah, there, yeah we've got something here, Abby. <laughs> yeah. There were a few turning points. The first one was getting into our first local retail store. Oh, good was a wild experience. It was something that um, I think one of the managers at this teeny little local retail store came up to our booth at the farmer's market and they said, Hey, we love this product. This is be something that we want in our stores. And my mom and I just looked at each other. Like, Did they just say store? <laughs> Do they yeah, want us store. in the store? <laughs> yeah. So we walked right into the store with a box of nut butters. We said, we want to talk to the manager. We have some stuff we want them to try. And they, it was one of those things where every retailer we talked to, the second they tried the product, we were in because the product really could just speak for itself. Sure. And it was that time when we were getting to, into local retail stores where we realized, wow, this is not just a hobby. This is not just a mom and pop little thing that we're doing on the size. This could grow to 
be a full-time job for really all of us. Um, and at the time I still, honestly, I still really wanted to go to college. Um, it was still something that I had a hard time kind of letting go of. Cause I, I honestly, I love school. I love to learn. Um, right. but as kind of months and about a year went on and I just realized that I'm learning so much and I was learning so much in the business right. and it was basically my child, my baby. I was right. like, I can't imagine giving this up and I can't do both. Right. So without a shadow of a doubt, I was like, I'm doing the business full time. College can wait if, if I ever end up going. And right now I cannot be more glad I made the decision. That yeah, I made. No doubt. I can imagine. So, um, You've, you've now been growing and, and you obviously expanded. What Was there a point where the commercial kitchen wasn't enough or where you had to really pick up volume or what did that look like? Yes, yes. Um, it became very stressful. I would go to the commercial kitchen after hours and friends and family would join and oh, that's we, awesome. it'd be all hand, I know it'd be all hands on deck trying to make this product and it just it wasn't a big enough space. You know, we had to book our time and that just didn't work with the different hours of the people who are helping make it. Sure. Um, so a few years ago, my dad actually started to look at different manufacturing facilities in the area. And we found the perfect spot, which we are still at now. Um, we're the only ones who cook food in it or make food in it. It's basically our own kitchen, but we lease it from someone and it is the perfect setup. And so we've been able to really tremendously grow in that facility. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so, as you're looking ahead, and uh, in terms of how you sell, um, you know, you can obviously buy on your website and whatnot. But what about stores, and what about expanding to different um, chains and whatnot? How does that how does that look to you guys? And where are you today? Yeah. And where do you want to be? Yeah, so we're in about 1,500 stores on the East Coast and Midwest. That's amazing. That yeah, I know. So exciting. That includes different regions of Whole Foods, Food Lions, Stop and Shop, Wegmans, Publix. Um, and a lot of independent retailers. Our goal would, of course, to be nationwide. We're really working and pushing on getting over to the West Coast sure. because so many of our online um, customers live in the West Coast. You know, it's a right. very health conscious market. Uh, so we're really pushing West Coast right now. And, you know, since the pandemic, since 2020, we really saw a tremendous uptick in direct to consumer right. and e commerce. Of course, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. And so that's been something we've really been focusing on as well. And were you guys ready for that? I mean, in terms of are, are you having to process all the direct to consumer orders or do you have help there? What does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. So since we have our own manufacturing facility, you know, we're vertically integrated. A lot of companies aren't. It gives us the ability to not only ship out our own product and be able to control um, quality of the product, but it also helps with us being able to create new products and different products so quickly. You know, we have a goal of launching a new product every six to eight weeks. Wow. And so right Amazing. now we're fulfilling our own orders from our warehouse. And it was a lot in 2020. You know, it, it was such a quick uptick, right. but we had kind of decided end of 2019 already to focus on online and really put money and marketing towards that to see where it could go. Um, and so a bit of a perfect storm, you know, COVID hit, you had more people online, more people looking at our ads, right. uh, not going into retail stores as much. And, you know, it was truly all hands on deck. We were hiring people so quickly to be in the manufacturing facility to produce to and make it was product, right? 
make product. Yeah. Keep wow. up with demand. Um, but we, we made it through. So that's awesome in terms of the expansion into new markets and into getting into, like you mentioned West coast and other store, retail mm-hmm. stores. How are you guys approaching that? Like, how do you guys, how are you, how are you working towards that? Yeah. So since we're on the East coast, um, East coast, you know, that's kind of where we grow the most and where we've been at for a very long time and what we've been focusing on for a very long time. And we really look at who our consumer is, who purchases our product. We can luckily with our strong e-commerce presence, we're able to get a lot of data on who's actually ordering and from where. And we get so many customer emails and questions saying, Hey, I live in California or really just anywhere on the West coast. We want your product. Where can we go in store? And so that's the kind of data that we're able to go to retailers with if we book a buyer meeting and say, hey, look, we have proof that your customers want our product. What better reason to get us in? (laughs) You know, we have the people asking for it. We have the people wanting it. And it's really just about the consumer research um, and getting as much, much expansion as possible while still being wise about the expansion. Interesting. And then do you have help with that? Do you have reps out pursuing other retail Mm -hmm. chains and and how have you guys approached that? Yeah. So honestly, for the first two or three years, it was just us and our team getting into retailers. Yeah. So we, it was tremendous the, how much we got into just on our own, but yes, now we have a a sales manager and we have brokers that we work with that have the connections to those retailers. So they help make the meetings. And then I usually go in and try to seal the deal. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's it's great because you're the founder and you also, you know, you can explain how you came up with the flavors and what's working and exactly. whatnot, which is amazing. Um, you know, I always love to ask our, our guests, you know, what are two or three of the biggest lessons learned as an entrepreneur and building a brand like what you've done? Um, yeah. And you got you even have so much runway in front of you, but like, you know, looking back, what, what would be two or three pieces of advice you'd share to others that may have their own, um, you know, Abby's butter idea Mm. there are quite a few (laughs) um but some of the yeah some of the biggest would be um that the biggest mistake you can make is to be afraid to make mistakes because that was something that i struggled with in the beginning where when we would make mistakes i would beat myself up so much and i would be so paranoid about it and so worried about it that i would just lose sight of the fact that when we make the biggest mistakes, we often learn our biggest lessons. And so I think it's very important to when you're approaching really, I mean, all areas of life, but especially work and business and entrepreneurship that the mistakes you make, look at them as lessons learned, not mistakes made, and don't let them take your eyes off of your your end goal, what you're focusing on and looking ahead instead of, you know, to your past and what you've done before. Sure. Um, and then... To a lot of entrepreneurs, I just say, go with your gut. And I have a kind of a quick, funny story um, to tell along with that. Um, We had the opportunity um, to go into this program that this multi-billion dollar international stack and beverage company really put on. And they brought a bunch of entrepreneurs and small businesses in and they did seminars and questions questionnaires and different discussion topics. And they learned about our process and we learned about their processes. And there was one particular meeting where their R&D team sat down and they said, it takes two to three years for for us to launch a product. We do (laughs) millions of dollars in consumer research. We have, you know, 10 plus rounds of repackaging design 
figuring out how to make it perfect. And yet we still launch products that oftentimes don't work. How do you guys, without the budget and the research to launch a product, know what to launch and when to launch it? And all of the small business owners kind of looked around and giggled and just said, we go with our gut. Right. Like it comes, yeah, <laughs> it comes down to about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It comes down to knowing who we are and who are, what our brand is and, and knowing our consumer, which, you know, of course we don't have the consumer research that they do, but we also have a direct line to our consumer. We can email them, we can text them, we can reach out to them and figure out what they're looking for. And we know they purchase from us. So they're the people to ask. Um, yeah. So just go with your gut and don't let your mistakes um, take away from your ultimate goal. I love that, man. Abby, you're awesome. Um, so <laughs> share with our listeners where they can buy your product, uh, what stores you're in, that, that kind of thing before we go. Yeah. So you can purchase our product at certain regions of Lowe's Foods, Food Lion, Stop and Shop, Wegmans, Publix, and some other independent retailers. You can also go on our website to figure out which retailers are near you. Um, but if you want a shot at all of our products, www.abbysbutter.com, um, where we have new products all the time. And we just launched our brand new squeeze packs, which you can only buy online. Yeah, I saw those. Those are kind of cool. Definitely. That's really unique packaging too. Um, love it. I'm super excited for you. I hope you will come back on down the road. We'll be following <laughs> your growth and um, <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think there's so much runway in front of you and what a great brand. And, um, and I'm just, it's great to see how you, how you've matched flavors with what the, our consumers are really looking for. It's just such a great yeah. fit. So um, I hope you'll come back on Abby. It's been so great meeting you and uh, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, great meeting you too, Justin. I appreciate the time. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.